0: me here, and I'm ready to share some quick and dirty parenting tips with you that will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. I'm your host, Cheryl Butler. It's been a full week since England excitedly welcomed its future king. On July 22nd, the Duchess of Cambridge, Kate Middleton, and her husband, Prince William, Duke of Cambridge, became the proud parents of a healthy baby boy. Although the royal baby went from hospital to a palace, where a highly trained staff awaited his homecoming. Surely the royal couple have experienced some anxiety-ridden moments about coming home with their new baby. Your baby's homecoming from the hospital or adoption agency or foster home is a major event, whether you're royalty or not. In part one of this series, I discussed five tips to help make the journey home as stress-free as possible. Once you arrive home, new experiences with your baby will begin to take place. It'll be daunting, especially for first-time parents. But don't worry. Mighty Mommy is here to discuss what to expect with your baby's feedings, bowel movements, sleep habits, and of course, crying. Here are six more tips to transition into life with your newborn. Tip number one, bonding with baby. Let me be the first to say that bonding, one of the most highly anticipated things new parents look forward to, doesn't necessarily happen like it does in the movies. In my case, after six years of infertility, we adopted our first baby, and although I physically didn't give birth to her, I bonded more easily and quickly with her than I did with the seven babies I delivered over the next 12 years. Physical closeness can promote an emotional connection. Yet, because I was not exhausted from a delivery, I was able to hold her and cuddle with her for the first few days after her birth without being sore and uncomfortable. When I finally did give birth a year later, the bonding experience was completely different because I had just been through a 28-hour labor and could barely move for a couple of days, never mind hold my new son and cuddle with him as I did with our daughter. Ultimately, that really didn't matter because once I was home from the hospital, I started appreciating the quiet moments I had alone with him during the nighttime feedings, during his baths, and even while watching his one-year-old sister pat him when he cried. Every precious moment that you get to touch, feed, hold, or even observe your new baby can help you connect with him. So don't be concerned if you don't fall instantly in love or feel a strong connection during the first hours or even days. This is completely normal. Don't worry. You will form a loving bond in due time. Tip number two, breast versus bottle. There are advantages and disadvantages to both breastfeeding and bottle feeding, but the decision should be made by the parents, not a result of being influenced by others. I dreamed of breastfeeding my son during my pregnancy, but when the moment arrived, after 28 hours of that long labor, I was not prepared for how difficult breastfeeding would be for me. Every woman is different but breastfeeding and I were not a match, despite my best efforts. I chose to formula feed my son, and he thrived. When I had my third baby, however, I gave breastfeeding another try, and I loved it. I was more relaxed and comfortable with newborns at this point, which I think really made a big difference. The rest of my children were all breastfed, but I don't regret for a moment that I used formula for my adopted daughter and my firstborn son. Keep in mind that newborns eat a lot during the first few months, so don't be surprised if you feel like you're nursing or giving your baby a bottle all day long. According to the Pediatric Center of the Mayo Clinic, a newborn eats 8 to 12 times over a 24-hour period. It may seem like a lot, but their tiny stomach can take in only about 2 to 3 ounces of milk at once, hence the frequency. Use feeding time to sit and clear your mind. Even if it's only for a few minutes, it will give you one-to-one time with your baby. And if you can learn to relax, it will give you the chance to catch your breath and enjoy the present moment. Make sure you check out my colleague, Nutrition Diva's Tips on Nutrition for Breastfeeding Moms. And tip number three, soothing a crying baby. All babies cry. It's the only way for them to communicate their needs at this tender age. So learning how to decipher your baby's cries and respond appropriately teaches them to trust you. As that bond grows and you become accomplished at anticipating their needs before they even become upset, you may find that even their crying is less. Here are six most common reasons for a crying baby. Hunger. Hunger is one of the most common reasons that your newborn baby will cry. The younger your baby is, the more likely it is that hunger is behind the crying. Gas. If your baby seems uncomfortable while feeding or continually cries during or after a feeding, is squirmy, or pulls away and starts crying, give burping a try. Some parents take a burping break halfway through a bottle or for nursing moms when they switch breasts. A wet diaper. Some babies will let you know that they are wet or have a dirty diaper by crying. So if you've tried feeding and it's not working, check the diaper. Some babies just want to be held. Babies need lots of physical contact and reassurance, so crying just might mean they want to be held. Baby slings are a great way to keep baby close and still free your hands to do other things. I learned to multitask incredibly well during the first couple of months I had a newborn because I really loved holding my babies as much as possible. And not once did I worry that I was spoiling them. Overtired. Hey, often babies find it hard to get asleep, particularly if they are overtired. You will soon become aware of your baby's sleep cues and will know if your little bundle needs extra rest. If your baby is younger than about five months, she may cry in the late afternoon and evenings. This is normal and it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with your baby. Colic. Some babies, like my fourth child, have bouts of inconsolable crying that last for several hours at a stretch. This is called colic. Our pediatrician explained colic as a combination of baffling behaviors that usually occur in a pattern of threes. Crying typically starts between three weeks and three months of age. It lasts more than three hours at a stretch, and it occurs at least three days a week, though usually every night, and persists for at least three weeks in a row. Most colicky babies cry at the same time every day, usually in the late afternoon or early evening. Worst of all, try as you might, and try you will, it's extremely difficult to calm a colicky baby, which only compounds your frustration and exhaustion. See Mighty Mommy's tips on surviving colic for more information on getting through this very difficult time. Nobody knows your baby as well as you do. If you feel that there may be something wrong, call your doctor immediately. Be aware of changes in your baby. If she's unwell, She's probably crying in a different tone to her usual cry. It may be weaker, more urgent, continuous, or high-pitched. Tip number four, the scoop-on poop. For the first few days after birth, your baby's bowel movement will be sticky and greenish-black. This substance, called meconium, is perfectly normal. It's what filled your baby's intestines while she was in the womb. And once her body gets rid of it, her poop will look yellowish-orange with seed-like particles. After about a week and for about the next six months, the consistency and frequency of your baby's bowel movements will depend on whether she's breastfed or formula fed. While it's normal for an infant to have a bowel movement anywhere from five to six times a day to once every couple of days, breastfed infants tend to poop less often. Breast milk is so readily digested that it leaves little bulk. The average newborn has 10 diaper changes a day or 70 per week. So get ready, because diaper duty is definitely one of the biggest parts of new parenthood. Tip number five, sleeping and breathing patterns. The Baby Center Medical Advisory Board calculates that newborns sleep 16 to 17 hours a day, but rarely more than two to four hours at a time, day or night, during the first few weeks of life. The reason for needing so much rest is because growing actually makes them tired, and sleep gives them energy. So don't be concerned that your baby is not awake and interacting with you in the very beginning. Frequently, new parents become concerned about their newborn's breathing pattern, particularly with the increased attention that Sudden Infant Death Syndrome, also known as SIDS, has received in recent years. But rest assured, it's normal for young infants to breathe somewhat irregularly. Newborns will also have common periods which they stop breathing for about 5 to 10 seconds and then start up again on their own. I know that happened to each of my eight kids, and no matter how many times I went through this phase and I knew it was normal, it always left me jumpy. This is known as periodic breathing, which is more likely to occur during sleep and is considered very normal. www.cjsids.org, one of the largest SIDS organizations in the country, cites that SIDS claims the lives of nearly 2,500 infants per year. Their website offers a risk reduction selection where the number one recommendation of laying baby face up when they sleep is listed. Check out House Call Doctor for more information on new guidelines for reducing the risk of SIDS. And tip number six, taking care of yourself. As much as you've longed for your baby's arrival, all the feeding, diaper changing, and sleepless nights can leave you feeling pretty depleted. Don't forget that you need some TLC, too. Be sure to drink plenty of liquids, especially important if you're breastfeeding, and eat healthy, energy-boosting foods. Take advantage of getting any rest when and where you can. Call on your partner, grandparents, and close friends to give you small bits of respite during the first few weeks of your baby's homecoming. Although it will be trying at times, don't ever give up on taking care of yourself. If you take the steps to keep yourself healthy and sane, You'll be better for your baby and the rest of your family. How did you manage during your first baby your baby's first few months? Share your thoughts in the comments section or post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. You can also connect with me on Twitter at Mighty Mommy or email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. Visit my family-friendly boards at Pinterest.com/slash Mighty Mommy QDT. New babies are a precious gift, so don't stress out during those first few weeks that you and your baby are getting to know one another. You'll adjust to a new routine faster than you think. Keep smiling, and until next time, happy parenting. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, Or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of Seventh Generation. Find Seventh Generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at SeventhGeneration.com.